You are listening to The Reach Podcast with Elim's National Evangelist and Head of Evangelism, Mark Greenwood, in conversation with a bunch of his mates, bringing their wisdom, stories and insight, inspiring you to inspire others. This is The Reach Podcast. You are listening to The Reach Podcast with me, Mark Greenwood. And me, Paul Hudson. I am so excited today because I've got a really good friend of mine in Reverend Paul Hudson, who also happens to be one of my bosses as well. He is the regional leader of the North East Elim region and the Midlands region here in Elim land. For those of you who are listening who are not from Elim, Elim is made up of regions and this man has the responsibility for two regions and uh, doing a great job as well, Paul, actually. Well, thank you very much. Mm-hmm. I'm enjoying it. Excellent. Welcome to the Reach Podcast Series. I think this could be the beginning of your global stardom. I'm better on audio than visual, <laughs> yeah. so just bear that in mind. I'm not, yeah. If you're going to go yeah. to a visual... Yeah, we're not going to. We might not go we're so not. well. For those very reasons, especially because I'm looking at you now. Yeah. I'm not going to say too much because we've just had some... Face for v- radio. Face for radio and podcast, mm-hmm. but let me just say I'm going to be uber kind because you've you've only gone and smashed out some phenomenal bacon butties this morning. Well, yeah, it was trying to preempt that this could be your worst podcast, <laughs> so I thought, me. well, I want you to leave me feeling nice, <laughs> and I will. Yeah, listen, if we have to ditch the yeah. podcast, it's no problem, is it? And this it... was not just ordinary bacon. No, this was outrageously this phenomenal. Was butcher bacon. Is it locally bought? Butcher bacon. Very nice across the field. We, we're kidding ourselves now. though, but they are a lot of thinner. We've been slicing it. No, we better not say too much in case you're nope. vegetarians listening. No, yes. They were vegetarian bacon. Be- vegetarian <laughs> bacon. The, the pigs were vegetarian. They, they ate a lot of grass. <laughs> so that's all good. That's all did good. Did you say cow? You did say cow. Bacon doesn't come from cow, does no, it? No, did I say, you said cow. Yeah, and you went along with it. Yeah, I did. <laughs> well, and it was only until like <laughs> ten, 10 seconds later that well, you turned into a pig. Well, what it, what it is, you realise there's a lot you say that I go along with, oh, even no. though I might not agree with I'm you. I'm so embarrassed. <laughs> if, I, if this was on visual, I'd be really, people would see you'd a red be, face You'd now. be as red as a pig, yeah. wouldn't you? Not a cow, because yeah. that would be yeah. very different, wouldn't it? People have stopped listening now. I'm they have. <laughs> We're assuming they started listening. I'm not going to lie. Like, Please. if I was really kind, I'd edit that out. I'm leaving it right in there. <sighs> I know, I know. So anyway, I've been asking all of um, my guests questions just to help us find out a little bit about them. Okay, okay. so we're going to roll with these. Okay, so um, I want you to imagine you've got a ten-pound voucher, okay, for mm. food, mm. and you can have two courses for that ten pounds. Oh, okay, okay. okay. two courses, all good, all right. so good. Okay. Do you go starter and main, mm. or main and pudding? Oh, I wasn't ready for the question. I thought you were going to say just choose your favourite, you know, no. and I had it all lined up in my brain. He's gone, isn't it? Uh, but it's got to be a starter and a main. Starter and a main, or I'd, a main and a pudding. Because I would have gone for a packet of crisps and pick a mix straight away. <laughs> but if it's starter and a main, it would have no. to be starter and main, starter not main and, main and dessert. Would that, be, would that change if you saw, like, your favourite pudding on the menu? No, 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 no. Wouldn't no. Or you'd be puddings, like... Puddings are just like, oh, OK. Are well, they not your thing? No. Oh, no, I'll do cheese and biscuits and maybe, but that's you know. quite a savoury pudding, isn't it? So Arguably. last night, last night I had I went out for a meal with some friends. Nice. I had uh, buffalo chicken wings. Nice. Uh, followed by a steak, and they were wanting a, a pudding nah. dessert because I'm still a pudding man. But yeah, they could dessert they posh? posh. Yeah, yeah. 
And so I just went along with it. A creme brulee. Oh, I like a creme brulee. It was all right, but it wasn't the highlight of the meal. No. Did you feel it tainted the evening somewhat? Uh, No, it didn't taint it, but I just was really on the the chicken wings. Although, you know, I did have sticky fingers. They didn't provide... Is that a meal or is that what was happening to your digits? They didn't provide (laughs) me with a finger dip. I'm not being funny. We're not going to name Miller and Carter and say they should have. No, no, I mean that. No, that's right. No, <laughs> we're not going to do mean, that, are we? No, because it's uh, it's uh, the best the best steak restaurant. It is so. really good, isn't it? We've yeah. dined there a couple of times. There are we? other steak restaurants, of course. Oh, the steak restaurants are as available, but none of them was good, to be fair. Okay, so I'm feeling really generous today. Okay, okay. I give you one pound because that that is me being generous. So, okay, okay. So you um, spend it on. Pick a mix. <laughs> well, you preempted, hadn't you? Sweets or chocolate? Pick a mix. Pick a mix. You're not really going to give up that, are you? All right, I'm going to push you a little bit more. Do you spend it on pick a mix or crisps? Crisps. Crisps. What flavour? Salt and vinegar, Seabrook. Come on. Now, okay, so I'm feeling a bit compromised here because mm. Seabrook, I'm with you, Bradford Crisp. The best crisp on planet Earth. Mm. In fact, I introduced Seabrook mm. to Chris Cartwright on a previous podcast. He'd never had Re- them. Really? Never had them. Never wow. had them. No. I'll, I'll raise this. Please do. Raise a national leadership team meeting. It's I'll, important. I'll bring him a bag. <laughs> bring, him a, bring him a bag. So yeah. I'm with you on the Seabrook. Salt and vinegar, though. Oh, yeah. Every time. Second cheese and onion with Seabrook. Okay. Cheese and onion, my favourite. Well, they're my favourite, Chris. Full stop. Oh, mm, no. For me, salt and vinegar every time. Cheese and onion, prawn cocktail. Yeah, I like prawn cocktail as well. Prawn cocktail in the Seabrook is quite a good crisp. It's a good crisp. Uh, they always leave a little bit of uh, flavours at the yes. bottom. Yes. Nice for throwing down afterwards. Yeah, you just um, yeah, adjust yeah. the bag yeah, yeah, yeah. down in one uh, nice. Did, did you ever do salt and shake? I did do salt and shake, now, that's yeah. That's something, isn't it? It is. I used to get a little bit stressed trying to find the little blue packet. Though. Well, it is. And it's a bit of a, you know, a, bit of a, a cheek, really, when you, it's the same price of a crisp. <laughs> Other crisps, yeah. you've got to make your own. Yeah, no, um, you do feel a bit, yeah, <laughs> anyway. a bit ripped off, really. Mm. But they are nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there we go. Especially for me now, because I've got to cut down on salt. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, so I'm just having the shake. It's rubbish, to be honest with you. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I'd rather not bother. Anyway, so that's 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 good, that. I'm, I'm, I think we can connect on the cheese and onion. I think we might go our separate ways over salt and vinegar, but mm. it's fine. Right. It's fine. It doesn't matter, does it? It's not a problem. So. Cheesy puffs. <laughs> do you like cheesy puffs? What's it? Beautiful. They're like the biggest disappointment nice. ever. Listen, I'll give you a little secret. What's it? Right. Yeah. With a little bit of sour cream on top. Oh wow! <laughs> I know. It is not everyone. What's it with sour cream on not top? Not many people know this. No. And I'm not. I'm not re- well, I'm obviously ready to go public because I've just told <laughs> you. You clearly go public. But it is really good. And have you? Have you ever? Like in a sandwich. In a sandwich. You're really pushing somewhere. You've always been a bit pioneer, aren't you? You've always had that people tearing up new territory about you. People saying, "What, what, what you trying next? What's going next? You know, what's the next thing? You know, what's what you're pushing out there? Are you are you planning, or do you feel just feel it? I'm not going to reveal it yet. Wise. I'm working on something. Wise. Let's get the let's get the listeners texting in. What's Paul's next big challenge? Okay, let's move on a little bit. All right, because we, we talked about earlier cheese board. When you can't. Dale. No, well, you can't. Cheshire. No, you can't have several. Oh, you got to have one. Wednesday Dale. When Wednesday Dale. Absolutely every time. Is that not a bit dry and crumbly though? Yeah. 
precisely. But you with like a bit of with a bit of Branston, but I prefer Piccadilly. And the reason oh, why Piccadilly. <laughs> the reason why the reason this is a food podcast, isn't it? At the moment, it is. At the moment, it is. Yeah. I'm much better on that than anything biblical. Or... <laughs> okay, well, I'm just pointing that should we out. just continue with the food? Very, very food happy. Thing? Very happy with okay, that. so pick a lily. No, let me just start with okay. Wednesday there. The reason, because obviously Lancashire and Cheshire yeah. is quite similar in texture to Wednesdaydale week because it's crumbly and stuff. But Wednesday, because I am an adopted Yorkshireman, yeah, all right. I just want to f- wave the flag. You want to wave know? the flag, don't you? I mean, this morning, you know, I, I gave you an Earl Grey. You did? Um, but I had a Yorkshire tea. You did have a Yorkshire tea. Uh, there's a little tear in your eye, I think, as well. Yeah, so so, so Wednesday, every time, it's crumbly. It's, it's nice to go on Christmas cake. It's nice to go on, uh, you know, fruit cake. Which is Christmas cake. Also, just without the... Which is Christmas cake. Without the icing. But you have fruit cake January to November. Yes, you do. So there is a difference (laughs) in there. (laughs) And then in December, you put in your Christmas cake. Nice. You see, I go mature cheddar on my Christmas cake. But if I'm having... Sorry, Mark. It appears that I'm not listening, but I'm just telling (laughs) you. I don't think it's just an appearance. But if if I'm wanting, like... Uh, cheese on toast, yeah. or in some places <gasps> in the world, they call toast. it uh, rare Welsh rabbit. <laughs> Welsh rabbit, yes. Yeah, uh, for those who are posh. But um, <laughs> for us, it's cheese on toast. Love it. Now, you can't put Wensleydale on. No, you can't. You've got to go for a Red Leicester. Red Leicester melts really well. It, it kind of like, I think it's the only cheese that does really well for cheese and toast, but also, of course, mm. for grating. Over lasagnas. No, it's good colour, isn't it? Yeah, I don't. I don't agree with grated white cheese on Ooh. lasagna. I think okay. it has to be red. Do you don't think it's as, it's a strong enough colour? It, it's not just the colour. I I think when it when it crisps, it Ooh, crisps yeah, it better. Crisp well, when, it? when it, you know it just goes a bit more golden. Yeah, it's better. Good. It's better. Um, the oil from it. Yeah, slash yeah. Fat. I mean, I, I've studied this for a long time. <laughs> you sound like you have. Uh, yeah. Can I can I throw something past you? Anytime. Right. You're gonna listen to this yeah. one. <laughs> have you have you ever gone for like a checkered board approach, a square of white mature cheddar with a square of red Leicester, and put it across your on your, your lasagna, on your toast, all the on your toast, on your bread. Whoa, oh, that's that, like mate. a Battenberg in a cheese and toast. World. It, it is. I've never thought about it like that. Yeah. Are you, are you gonna try it? I'll give it a go. Give it a whirl. Give it a whirl. It'll okay. change your life. I'm going to try that. Change your life. Nice bit of cracked black pepper. What What I would like to know from you, if, you, if I may. Please do. Um, do you, when you make your cheese and toast, yeah. do you toast your bread first on one side? Yes. Flip both, it over? Both sides, lightly. Yeah. Lightly. Then whack your cheese on. It's the way. But you've got to cover the entirety of the toast with the cheese, otherwise you get burnt bits. <laughs> There's nothing worse yeah, no. than having to cut. What's the point of cutting the edges around because they're all black? No point. No you point. Know? I'm probably going to move us along <laughs> a little bit because I think we've dwelled around. I wasn't ex- expecting this question to be quite so long. I'm not going to lie. So let's this podcast is really easy. I thought <laughs> it's going to be tough. It's when we start to do the spiritual bit that you're going to struggle in it. Yeah, you can go it. back to cheese then. Yeah. Okay. Now this is a quite a hard one, I reckon, for some <clears> people. Okay. Favorite film and why? <gasps> Favorite film, and I, I do, I do love, I do love my films. Yeah, um, right. The the one film, um, 
that I watch over the last several years. I've been I always watch it every year at Christmas. Oh. Um, uh, on my own, really. <laughs> Shouldn't be laughing. No, I should be and, laughing. And the listeners can read into that whatever they want. And they, and they will. Uh, yeah. Uh, so we'll just leave it like that then, eh? Which film is oh, it? Oh, it'd be helpful. Yeah. <laughs> the one film, I, I love it for the music. Yeah. I love it for the plot. Yeah. It's called Inception. I don't think I've heard that. I was going for a classic Christmas film the way you were talking. I, no, just because I only watch it at Christmas, it's got nothing to do with Christmas. I know. I'm a little bit... <laughs> but... Maybe I should have made that clear. It might have been worth it. It's just, it's a thought. It's a thought. The reason why I watch it at Christmas yeah. is because it's kind of like that chill time where you just, you know, yeah. you're able to watch films. But Inception, you I mean, the music is, I, I'm really surprised. In fact, actually, you have gone down in my estimation a little bit. <laughs> I wasn't that. not across Inception at all. I wasn't that up in your will estimation you please to I will. No, please. No, I will. <laughs> Let's no, please choose. try and get okay. it. Let's, I tell you what, I promise you, this year, watch at it. Christmas, yeah. let's choose a day, we'll yeah. watch it together okay. separately. Now, the thing is, you're not going to understand it the first time you watch it. Oh, okay. That's why you have to watch it every year. Ah. Uh, okay, so I've watched yeah. it every year for, I think, maybe seven, eight years. Some, some years I watched it a couple of times. And I'm kind of like just getting to understand what it means now. Okay. But I've done a lot of Google research as well. Yeah. To see what others think about it. It's all about, it's all, do you want me to tell you what it's about? I probably don't. <laughs> <laughs> you've taken that wrong, haven't you? You've, you've taken that wrong. I'm not going to lie. Should we do that on another podcast? Well, I'm really disappointed, man. I'm really disappointed that I've spent the last 10 years of my life. Trying to work out what this film's all about. Yeah. Now that I know enough to be able yeah, to tell you, you, can't. you still don't I'm want to know. I'm moving on. Okay, and fine. I'm probably. I think honest is the case. I'm probably not going to watch it. <laughs> I mean, I no, know. No, I promised her. No, please. Promise. All right, I will. At all least, right. at least download the music. <laughs> the music is just quite like no other. Okay. Okay. I can sing it to you right now if you want. No, you saw again, again. I mean, if it weren't for copyright, I'd let you. <laughs> okay. Few final. We'll go fairly quick on these. Okay. I know. It's time knocking on. We nearly finished this podcast. <laughs> yeah, we have said anything. Food in the Bible. <laughs> Coffee or tea? Coffee. Coffee or tea. Unless, Great. of oh. course, unless we're having a, like a bacon butty. Like we've just done. Yeah. You, you can't have coffee yeah. with an English breakfast. No. Or a Scottish breakfast. I'm with you. Or a Welsh breakfast or an Irish breakfast. Irish breakfast. breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> You can't have coffee with bacon. Same with fish and chips. It's got to be a pot of tea. Got, got to be a pot of tea. Pot There's of tea. It's palate. Right, one of those stainless steel teapots that more comes out of the lid than comes out of the spout. You know the ones. There's a word that people don't think of, and they need to think of it more often. Okay. Palate. Palate. It's a good word, isn't it? Palate. Palate. Food. Then you think palate. Yeah. What those wooden things? <laughs> <laughs> oh, the palate. <laughs> the palais. <laughs> and Stick- then it, it takes you to coffee or tea. It does, it does. You know. Sticking with a similar theme or of pop, drink. Or pop. Well, that is the next pop. question. Pop, as pop. we call it up north. Do you remember? I nearly said Corona. No. Which is, a, which is actually a pop's co- pop company, but we can't really mention no. it. Can we? Soda stream. So Get busy with a fizzy, busy soda stream. <laughs> Do you remember that? When you got your soda stream, you thought you were going into business, didn't you? 
You actually thought you were going to become Peter McCook. This time next year, we'll be millionaires. I mean, if Pepsi could do it. <laughs> did Pepsi start as a soda stream? I can't remember. No, I don't know. But you really did think you were going to be producing I I lots, of, was there. lots of pop. I did. On the pop theme, you've, you've tiptoed into the territory. Ah, okay. okay. So are you Pepsi Max or Coca-Cola? Coca-Cola Zero. Oh, and the pe Pepsi Max for me. Uh, well, I'm sorry. Basically, what I think about Coca-Cola is it's rubbish. No, it's not. What the thing is, is that with Coca-Cola, it was the original. Uh, it with, was. And, you know, and was it the original? <laughs> you said it with a lot of confidence. I did. And it was. I think I think Coca-Cola was before Pepsi. I think it's a question in one of the, the games, isn't it? Let's go with it being the original because we're running out of time. And that's all right. <laughs> Favourite sport to watch? Oh, we've moved on from Coke. We've moved on from Coca-Cola. Oh, Favourite sport to, to watch. watch? Yeah. To watch? Well, it has to be... Um, it has. Yeah, it has to be football. It's a football, is yeah. it? Okay. And one final one. Um, apart from... Halifax Town. <laughs> That's your football team. Yeah, yeah. And then secondly, Manchester United. Okay. So I've got a feeling mm. you're not actually joking. <laughs> No, sorry, I thought that was a question. No, that is a question. Yeah, yeah. So Halifax yeah. Town, favourite football okay. team? Okay. The Shea. The Shea. The Shea. They still, didn't they used to do like yeah, Speedway yeah. stuff? Speedway there, also meat pies. They'll do something because the football's not up to much, is it, to be fair? Final question, final question. Greyhound racing also. Okay, also. Is that the way you've a little footer on those? Apart from my book, what's your favourite book on evangelism? Oh, favourite book. Or Mission. Favourite book on evangelism or mission? Mm. Yeah. You're not singing anymore now, are you? No, I'm not. Slowed you down a bit, hasn't it? I think books are about um, what did that book do? F did it make any changes in yeah, your life? Yeah, yeah, good shout. Did, did it influence you uh, in what way? And um, uh, so I look back, I'd look back on my life and think, okay, periods of time when I was most influenced. And uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I, w I wasn't expecting the question. No, on. that's why I asked them. And um, mm. I would say this, and it might be surprising. I don't know. Oh, hello. <clears throat> um, back in the eighties, um, um, Frank Peretti. Oh yeah. Brought out these um, in the present darkness. Or this something. present darkness. Yeah. yeah the, and there was another one as well. Oh yeah, I forgot. Uh, and that um, it was all about. Um, the dark side, yeah, and um, that behind people, mm. and behind, it, it was all set in a church context yeah. and a mission context, but there was a dark side to the world, yeah, yeah. And uh, <clears throat> not only did it freak me out, um, <laughs> but it, it, it kind of like introduced me to to a, a to a bigger world, yeah. And it it, it was probably the, the most influential series, even though it was a novel. And um, probably others will will come up with yeah. amazing theological books. That there are, there are many to say. Yeah. But that those that novel okay. series changed my life. Wow! Amazing. I did not expect that. You're absolutely right. <laughs> you are listening to the Reach podcast series with me, Mark Greenwood, and me, Paul Hudson. Yeah, it's a delight to have Paul with us here today. We've known each other for. A, Fair few years, haven't we? we have. We've had lots of uh, lots of fun and laughter together, and you can see it's never just a straight day when me and Paul are chatting. Paul, we on these podcasts we're trying to help our Elim leaders uh, think a little bit more about our national evangelism 
vision and about what we've called our four priorities um, as we begin to advance into this decade and beyond. And so we're using this podcast series as a means of just investigating and resourcing that for our leaders, emerging leaders and people out there who have got uh, more than a passing interest in evangelism. One of the things about the National Evangelism Vision is that we believe as a movement that in terms of people coming to faith and actually continuing with Jesus on that faith journey, it's very much a journey. It really is a journey. And we've kind of identified that people go through key phases in terms of thinking about the faith. Big yes, little yes, healthy maybe, which we've introduced in previous episodes to this. But we recognise that those moments for big yes and little yes and healthy maybe are quite critical for a person in processing what it means to be a Christian before they even make a commitment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, th- I love the, uh, I love the third one. I love the healthy maybe. Mm-hmm. I think um, we don't focus enough right. on trying to um, gather friends or mm. gain friends. Mm. Jesus being a friend of sinners, that was mm. what he was known for. Mm. We we don't spend enough time trying to be normal. Right, yeah, yeah. Uh, <clears throat> maybe because we need a degree in that. Um, <laughs> but trying just to be um, a friend to neighbours, a friend to in our family, a friend of people who don't yeah. know Christ, where they can enjoy being with us. Right. And although they are not perhaps signing on the dotted line to be you know, a spirit-filled uh, disciple of Christ at the moment. Yeah. They just want to be with you. They just like being with you. They yeah. just like um, being around you. And they know what you believe. They know your values of your life. Yeah. And that's not offending them. Yeah, yeah, cool. And they end up becoming what Luke 10 talks about as being the man of peace. Right, great. The person of peace. Yeah. Um, they, they they're not offended by your values and uh, they respect you and so they are honoring um, your beliefs um, even if they're not choosing to believe themselves yeah. at this moment in time and I and I think when you look around the world where God is uh, doing things through movements yeah it's the healthy maybes that, right. is, that he's moving through it's, it's the person of peace and wow. uh, the people who have not said yes to Christ yeah but I said, maybe there's something in this. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and so that what they do, whether that be a village chief, tribal leader, a family, a senior member of the family, and the church planting movements around the world are uh, searching and praying for their healthy maybes who are wow. spiritual men and women, people who are open themselves up, even though they say, I'm still a Muslim, I'm still yeah. a Hindu, uh, whatever, but I'm open to spiritual things. And so I welcome you into my house as a friend. So you're saying to me, because what is really interesting about what you're chatting about there, I guess when um, when I was looking to somehow capture a language to represent this journey, and I, I really believe God gave me this language. I, I, it's been one of the few things that I've been that confident about in my Christian life. I, I was tending to think in a UK context <clears throat> that that's the case. But actually what I'm hearing from what you're saying, and, and you, you as former international missions director, those in Ealing would know about that, that those outside wouldn't, wouldn't know that about you necessarily. 
um, but you've you've travelled around lots of communities and and cultures, and I just found it really interesting that you were identifying, albeit under a different name, the person of peace. That the healthy maybe even in a tribal context in in an African tribe or in different places around the world. That that was still a true dynamic there as well. Yeah, and and so under your healthy maybe. Um, it, um, I, what I see is that in the UK we need to have um, so many more mm-hmm. healthy maybes. The problem is that we focus so much on trying to get the big yes. Yeah. Um, and if we don't get the big yes, it's been a failure. Yeah, right. We'll get a, a little yes. Okay, we'll take the little yeses. Mm. We'll focus on the little yeses. The healthy maybe seem a bit of a disappointment. Yeah, absolutely. But however, we need continually our churches and our and the Christians to have many healthy maybes. Yeah. What good. I mean by that, in in communities in Islamic countries um, uh, and other faith countries, um, when the church finds uh, a healthy maybe, mm-hmm. a person of peace mm-hmm. who will open up their home. Yeah they will not resist people who are attached to them, maybe family, uh, for them to have a big yes. Right. They, want, they, they may, themselves may not say a big yes for a couple of years. Yeah, yeah. But they're having a Bible discovery group, wow. uh, a discovery Bible study in their home. Wow. Um, they're allowing prayer wow. to Jesus in their That's home. That's amazing, isn't it? Uh, yeah, because they, they are a, a spiritual person who um, respects Jesus, honours Jesus, right. but is not at that stage of following Jesus Interesting. as a Christian would, yeah. but because of friendship, key. Right. Not a, not a campaign yeah. uh, on a sign-up sheet, but friendship with that Christian mm-hmm. And, and respect and love and, and in the culture of hosp- hospitality mm. I welcome you into, into my home and of course we can discover the Bible together mm. it's a holy book yeah uh, and and out of that there will come big yeses and little yeses Amazing. and the person of peace may be a healthy maybe for for some time yeah but God uses the healthy maybes as a catalyst right. for other people to make commitments to Christ. I love that. Do you know what? One of my life, I have quite a few life passages that have often, from the scriptures, that have, have often started with a tiny little thing and then it's just so, suddenly opened up this whole kind of truth to me, which you find out sometimes. And I've always been grabbed by the woman at the well who, when she talked with Jesus and went on to the Samaritans, it's interesting the language she used. She said, um, come and meet a man who told me everything I ever did. Could this be the Messiah? I.e., she was posturing or asking the question rather even, could this be essentially the saviour of the Jews? Mm. And then a little bit later on, many Samaritans believe and you find later on that they say, oh, now we have be- uh, believed not just because of what you have said, but because we have seen for ourselves that this man really is the saviour of the world. So it's interesting. She says, could this be the saviour of the Jews, the Messiah, they've said, no, actually, we've discovered for ourselves something. And, and, and in actual fact, they don't say this, but in actual fact, the truth is a greater truth that this man really is the saviour, not just of the Jews, but of the world, which is exactly what you're saying there, that these people are saying, hey, come along, let's mm. study together, though yeah. they themselves haven't yet said this is the saviour of the world. Sure, because 
um, the healthy maybe people um, have engaged with acts of kindness. Uh, they've engaged mm. with um, uh, the hospitality of yeah. Christians. They've engaged uh, with relationship and friendship. Yeah. And those those three cultural um, uh, key points yeah. hold them in place, uh, yeah. which are near um, and uh, the Christian enough yeah. for them to be influencers yeah. uh, for, uh, for what the Christian is wanting to do, which is which is to get the gospel known. Brilliant. You are listening to the Reach podcast series with me, Mark Greenwood. And me, Paul Hudson. Paul, we in Ealing, one of the things that we're beginning to look at even more in terms of our national evangelism vision is, yeah, we've got the journey, but it's how do we inform that journey? Yeah, Now, you sort of touched, well, you more than touched, you connected um, with that in, in the bit that we've just chatted about. And um, the three things that I believe are key is relevant words. It's got to be really relevant in our words when we articulate and communicate. And that's it's not just about not using religious cliches. It's about understanding what's around us, isn't it? And being relevant and connected. We believe in caring actions, which is what you were connecting uh, with there. And we believe in spirit empowered. And we've introduced this, this um, image really of like an old school milking stool where the bit that you sit on is representing big yes, look, yes, healthy, maybe the um, the journey, the framework by which people come to faith. And then the legs of the stool are relevant words, carrying actions, spirit empowered, and that they inform that process. And on, on that stool, as it were, our evangelism sits. So relevant words, caring actions, spirit empowered are, are really critical to informing a person's journey. I, I, I like the, 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 the what you've done there. I think what, what I like about it is that, um, yes, we need relevant words. Mm -hmm. And what we need is uh, a language of God. Yeah. Um, that, that is relevant. Uh, he will speak relevant in yeah. every generation yeah. in the history of the world. And so w we need him to speak. So we need, we need, we need the word. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, in, uh, in, in, in translated into whatever context yeah. uh, and tribe um, language, mm. uh, nation, etc., etc. Whoever we're talking to, mm. that's the word. Yeah. We also need the spirit mm. empowering our life. Yeah. The spirit of courage. Yeah. The spirit of wisdom. The mm. spirit of knowing actually when to be silent. Yeah. And and, and the spirit saying, "Go on, you got to say something yeah. now." Yeah. Yeah. I've given you the word. Yeah. Say it. The spirit of signs and wonders. Yes. The spirit to say. I will pray for you yeah. now, yeah. not when I get home, yeah, yeah. Uh, there and then. And the spirit of expectancy, yeah. that why not? Yeah. Why, what, why can we not see God yeah. uh, uh, do things? Yeah. The spirit empowering, the, sp the spirit move, the word of God. And then in the middle, you've got the man, the woman. Yeah, good. So you've got, like you've got the word of God, you've got the spirit of God. Yeah. And you've got the man or the woman in the middle. Like now, what's the man or woman in, in the middle doing? They're either making a mess yeah. or they're helping. Yeah, that's a good shout. <laughs> and, 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 and making a mess, what I mean is this, the mouth. Yeah, yeah. You know, and, and, and what they do. Yeah. So this is what I love, this, these caring, mm. what's the second thing? Caring actions. The caring actions. Yes. 
I just wanted to bring you in there. Thank you, Pastor. And, and the, the, the caring actions. You see, because I, I think the UK church is crying out for a revival of mm. kindness. Love it. Love it. Come on. I think if, um, if in our Pentecostal churches in the UK, if the pastor got up and said, we're going to do a series on power. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm. Spirit, a series on charismatic gifts. Yeah. 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 If the pastor got up and said, I'm going to do a series on the fruit of the spirit. <laughs> yeah. We're going, oh my word. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is going to be dry. Yeah, yeah. Now, what is that saying? Mm. It's saying that actually we'd rather have the gifts than the fruit. Mm. And that's been the case for many, many years. Yeah, absolutely. And, and, um, I, I, when I've, I've come back into the UK church and and I really truly believe, passionately believe mm. that um, communities are going to be changed because the church is going to be kind. Love it. Well. And kind through action. Yeah. Kind through thought. Yeah slowing slow kindness like that um slow kindness is thought through hmm. it's do i have to say this no is mm. this going to be helpful mm. is this noble mm. is this tr- trustworthy is yeah this, good you know the list of podcasts. yeah yeah absolutely um, no it's not well shut up yeah absolutely i love that i think if if we went through perhaps just a few weeks of Mrs. Bucketmouth, yes, <laughs> not talking, or it could be a Mr. Bucketmouth, yeah, and yeah. not talking like they normally do on the bus, yeah, or in the office, yeah, or wherever they are, yeah, about somebody that they don't like in yeah. the church or outside the yeah. church. If they just stopped and had a series of silence yeah. because nothing good. You know, I, I was brought up, if you can't say anything good, don't say anything Yeah, bad. yeah, absolutely. And and I think if we just had slow kindness, is it is this going to build like somebody that. up? Is this going to be beneficial? Uh, I'll, 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 I'll watch my mouth. Love and that. then if I do some acts of kindness, yeah. um, just to, just because, yeah. just because. Yeah. Uh, so good. I think we we might we might then see relevant words yeah. and spirit empowered coming yeah. together. Nice in, in quite an explosion. I love that. I think that hashtag slow kindness. I like language and phrases, mm. and I think that's that's a really nice phrase. And it's slow kindness. Have you used that before? No, I just come out with it. You right heard now. it here first. I used it for this podcast. Oh, gems. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the purity and uniqueness and creativity that is now. I love that. I love that. You are listening to the Reach Podcast Series with me, Mark Greenwood. And me, Paul Hudson. Paul, we've got four priorities yeah. in Elim, yeah. and, uh, which are Disciples Churches, Leaders, Nations. Yeah. And they're very much uh, things that we believe God has given to us. And we're now looking to make those actual priorities, aren't we, rather than just four ideas. So we believe God's really calling us as a movement to not just get behind them, but to actually advance mm. those churches, leaders, disciples, 
nations they're key to us yeah. as a movement i think they are key um they're not this is not a national campaign mm. those who have been in elam for any length of time mm. um and not only probably tired yeah. of natural campaigns, but also a bit cautious that mm. um, this is something else that we're going to try. Yeah. Um, these are th these are obviously um, things that every pastor, every minister, every leader, every mm. church will say. Oh yeah, yeah, we we agree with all this. Mm. This is what we're wanting to do because mm. uh, th these four things cannot be uh, rejected because they're in the Bible. Mm. Um, yes, <laughs> uh, you know th this is th 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 this is all, all all this is really is saying um, we believe that um, as the history of Elam has always told us so that Elam must be going forward. Mm -hmm. So we must be growing, we must be um, moving into new communities, mm -hmm. we must plant churches, w our churches must thrive. We must have a bigger reach mm. into our community. Uh, we must be raising up more leaders. We, we must, be, and, and, and so Chris Cartwright, General Superintendent, has used this, used this word, advance. It's, it's, it's not a unique word, mm. but it's all about movement. Mm. Now, that will only happen if all, all our churches in the UK, wherever we are, mm. all our churches, when they're sitting down as a church session, Mm. Uh, a leadership team and they start asking themselves now as a church community how are we making disciples mm. what is our discipleship pathway mm. um, uh, what do you have to do to be a leader yeah um, how are we training the leaders who are already leaders in the church outside the church yeah. uh, are we growing as a church yeah. um, what about our nations yeah. that, are, that are attending our church and yeah. the nations that we're going to until every church stops talking about what colour of carpet we're going to have. Yeah, right. You know, right. And fighting over the programme. Yeah. About, you know, who's singing at Easter. Yeah. These kind of things. Yeah. Um, and start tackling these these four issues. I think stories will come out of our churches. Mm. And I think that will bring the advancement. Yeah. I think our churches will say to our national leaders... Yeah. Our churches will say, God is speaking yeah. into our local church. Yeah. God is saying this about discipleship. God is saying this. And the national leaders will listen to that. Yeah. And, 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 and that combination will help us to move forward. Because yeah, this is not going to happen from Malvern. This is no. not going to happen from a national position mm. or even a regional position. Mm. It's going to happen in our towns and our cities and yeah. our rural areas where our churches are really seriously taking uh, these four principles yeah. and, and are bringing life to it. Yeah, absolutely. And actually, Paul, I would like to suggest um, that these four priorities, principles, as you rightly said, they're not, they're not things that we've thought about. They're in the scriptures. Actually, for any church across the UK, we, we would want to say to them, look, why don't you come join with us as, as Elim in, in terms of saying we want to create healthy churches, we want to train leaders, mm. we want to make disciples, and we want to reach the nations that are I here in the UK as well as the, the nations abroad. So actually these four priorities would be helpful for any church really, yeah. I think, wouldn't they? Yeah. Paul, it's been great 
chatting to you this morning. Always love spending time with you. Thanks again for the phenomenal bacon butty and the cup of tea that we had with the bacon butty. I'm looking forward to that little coffee now as we as we finish this. But thanks for carving out time to chat with us. I know you're a busy man, but I really feel what you've said today has been really, really helpful. So thank you so much. Thank you, Mark. I've enjoyed it. It's been a privilege. Bless you. That was The Reach Podcast with Mark Greenwood. Stay connected on Twitter by following at Elim Reach or to follow Mark personally at Rev Greeny. Be sure to listen in to another Reach podcast.